last life. Okay, and we're back. Uh, part two with the Cardboard Caucus is underway. And uh, we have Ons and Devad who have made camp and uh, Ons in typical Ons fashion was patrolling the woods, came upon a girl uh, running terrified from something, uh, ran into their camp, followed not too far behind by a strange torch-bearing individual and two dogs. Ons was able to dispatch from the treetop one of the dogs, but another dog has been alerted to his presence. And we now find, uh, maybe we cut over to Devad. So you, you've you just heard Ons say, um, get over here, the more or less, or, yeah. yeah. Right, so I, I jump up, I put my hand on the elf girl's shoulder and I say, stay here. I grab my hammer and I go running towards the sound of Ons's voice. All right, Ons. Um, so you, yeah, you hear uh, Devad say that. What do you do? Um, well, since I just owned the other dog, <laughs> sorry, I had to get that in there. Um, <laughs> and since he's coming, I will. Uh, how far away is the other dog? Uh, so the the dog was. Well, let's it's see. About like I mean, fifty yards away. So I think I'm gonna. I'll take out my rapier and maybe uh, try to poke this little guy. Okay. I don't know how big. Well, probably bigger than me at this point. If I'm half. Yeah, that is true. Like the. Uh, the dog you dispatched was a large hunting dog, so it, it's, you know, you're a halfling that's maybe no taller than four feet, so this is pretty comparable in size. And, uh, yeah, this other dog has stopped moving, and you see the light from the uh, humanoid carrying the torch is moving towards you, and he's uh, yelling at you in a language that you don't recognize unless either of you speak orcish. No. So you, but you recognize the guttural grunts and uh, snarls of uh, the Orcish language. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dispatch this other puppy here. And uh, I'm going to draw my rapier. I don't know if the other dog has initiative on me or not. But. Um, well, well let's, uh, let's roll for Inish. So everyone roll for Inish. Nine. Oh, don't forget your oh, boost. Yeah. So. 12, good call. 13. So Devad got a 13. Ons, what did you get? Uh, Wouldn't it be 12, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. And Puppers. Puppers. <laughs> Puppers got a 9. And the Slaver got a 14. All right, so uh, the uh, the orc with the torch goes first. So he's running through the woods, and uh, he's got his torch, so there's uh, some light, and he was, I think, like 40 or 50 yards away, I said. Um, So he's going to spend his whole turn moving towards you, um, Ons, and uh, he is now 60 feet away from you. So if we make a crude map of circles and whatnot. Put arms right here. And then the dog. This is a great drawing of a dog. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, and it's, uh, it's such a good drawing to those listening. Um, it's unfortunate Real you'll artist. never see it. <laughs> Real artist, yeah. Um, it's 60 feet away, and then Devad. 
It's like, oh man. It's like back here, maybe like 45 feet away. <laughs> so, so uh, next would be uh, Devad, your turn. Okay, so I, uh, I move the 30 feet closer to, uh, to where Ons is. Mm-hmm. So now you're 15 so like feet away 15 from Ons. Away. Yep. Um, and so then I, I use my main action to cover the remaining 15 feet to sort of stand beside him. Okay. Excellent. So Devad and Ons are shoulder to shoulder, ready to fight and dispatch evil. Uh, on, so it's your turn. All right. I'm going to poke the puppy with my rapier. Okay. I believe that's a piercing weapon. I don't... Yes, it is. <laughs> I know things. <laughs> Owns knows all. <laughs> you really owns that. <laughs> uh, 16 plus three initiatives, so 19. Excellent. So roll damage. Uh, the hounds have a D6 health pool, so the hound has four health. D8 plus 3 piercing, 710 damage. Oh, you skewer this thing. That's right. That's our meal right there. It's an <laughs> orc dog. And, uh, yeah, the, had the dogs gotten the drop on you, I think it, they, they do a lot of damage, but they have very little in terms of health. Me too. <laughs> so the puppers, puppers dies. Um, slavers running now. And he's screaming at you in uh, in Orcish as he comes. You see him draw a long sword and uh, crosses the thirty feet towards you both. And now the with the torchlight and the cover of the trees, uh, he is able to see the both of you and stops seeing both of you with your weapons and seeing his dead dog at your feet. And the other dog, maybe like a f- short distance away, and he's he speaks to you in broken common. Where's girl? What do you want with the girl? She dangerous. She witch. Seems pretty harmless to us. <laughs> Why should we believe a dirty, filthy orc? He uh snarls and grits at his teeth see if he can dirty orc fool and he is not smart enough to not attack two well-armed uh, guild members and and is going to charge towards you with his um remaining 30 feet and uh he's not going to get an attack this turn but he is now in melee range um with you guys so Divide. It is your turn. Okay. Well, I uh, I take my my hammer and I. If that's the way it's going to be, <laughs> it looks that way. Uh, eight. Uh, to hit, that is uh, that is not enough. So that is a miss. Um, Ons, your turn. Okay. Uh, Eighteen. 16. 16. Plus your dex, so yeah. 19. That is a hit, yep. so go ahead and roll damage. Six. Okay. Um, and then plus dex is uh, nine, so do nine damage to the slaver. 
and it is the slaver's turn. Uh, he roars a mighty roar and attacks you, Ons, with his long sword. Rolls a 19. Uh, he's going to swing it two-handed to do d10 damage. He rolls one plus three, so four damage to you, Ons. Devad? Uh, it's, I'm going to take another swing with the hammer. For science. And a uh, 23. Is or, not a natural... 22. Natural 20, yes. Oh, okay. Natural yeah. 20. So anytime you roll a 20 uh, to attack something, it's a critical hit, which means you get to roll double damage dice and um, regular modifier, but you take whatever dice you roll to do damage and just add another one to it. Okay. So uh, two-handed, so I need a D10. Uh, where's my D10? I got it. I got it. Perfect. So I double my one to two. Uh, no, so you, you take the one, and then you'll just roll another D10 oh, I see, on top I see. of that. Not, okay. So there's nine, and then because I did it two-handed, that's plus, well, plus the three, so that's 12 damage total. Oh, awesome. Jeez. He, uh, uh, so what does this look like? What does this Warhammer strike look like? So this is kind of coming in from the side and catching him in the ribs. Yeah, you, you hear a loud crack as a couple ribs loudly snap as your Warhammer. Um, despite him wearing a chain mail, it's not enough to stop the viciousness of this attack. And he, he doubles over to the ground and drops his longsword and puts his hands up to protect himself and surrender. Uh, it's your call. <laughs> too bad. Well, uh, what should we do with him if we are going to leave, let him go? Do we believe his surrender, or is he going to stab us in the back as soon as we... Are we good-natured people? I don't... <laughs> uh, you are whoever and whatever <laughs> you want to play. Me. There's no alignment that will, you know, I don't really care about that stuff. You play the character you how you want to. Got it. Maybe a uh, uh, question more on the witch... He could even speak. Yeah. So he, so, sort of trembling now, uh, clutching at his broken ribs. Yeah, she, she's a witch. She cast a spell on our tribe. Not been able to hunt. I think I'm good enough with him. <laughs> Just tell him to run off, maybe? Unless you want to finish him off. Do we get experience if we don't kill him? <laughs> yeah, you'll get experience for the encounter, for sure. Do you want to kill the poor wolf? He surrendered. I... No. Run. Go. Oh, he pushes himself up and leaves his longsword, the crude orcish longsword in the dirt, and uh, <laughs> um, picks up... Uh, well, takes his torch and runs off into the night away from you. Probably the first... Uh, <laughs> time anyone let him go yeah. <laughs> it's like I the whole time he's running he's like I can't believe they didn't kill me <laughs> this never happens nice guys now we gotta go talk to them so witch. yeah we, we return to the the fire and see how our uh, young elvish girl is doing so you uh, you come back to the to the encampment and you do not see the elf girl anywhere uh, your blanket that you've given her is taken away 
um, and you find uh, that, uh, well, yeah, she took the blanket. Looking around, you see that the ration box has been opened and um, two days' worth of your rations have been stolen. There are little elf prints in the uh, late snow, by chance? Yeah, so roll a, um, let's see, that would be a perception roll to see if there are, uh, you can find any tracks. Seven. Uh, it looks like the snowfall is, uh, I guess, Divide, you can make yeah. a roll as well. Natural 20. <sighs> Dang. Uh, yeah, so you, you uh, Ons, you're looking in like the complete wrong spot. <laughs> like, oh, look, a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devad, you find a set of small footprints um, that lead from the fire where you left her over to the cart and from the cart uh, in the opposite direction from the... Uh, from where you were traveling. So if you were heading generally northeast to get to the uh, ruins, she heads uh, southwest. Is it worth it for us to chase her down or do we just continue on our quest? She's a witch. We need a witch by our side. Maybe. (laughs) But we can't communicate with her? I can. You can't. Oh, that's right. You do speak the Elvish. Well, she can't, she, yeah, she can't be that maybe. fast. <laughs> so, okay, we I, I I follow the tracks. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you you uh, see further ahead the the tracks kind of wind as if she was trying to lose you. But I mean, you're 20. You're not going to lose her tracks at all. And eventually, uh, through the woods. Um, away from the fire, I guess I should say, do you grab like a a, a torch from from camp before you head out? Yes, yes. So, yeah, your torchlight illuminates. You can see further ahead, there's um, a girl that's got uh, uh, a blanket that she's wrapped around her back and is um, carrying something and, and running ahead of you. Maybe she's 45, 50 feet away. Uh, so I, I catch up to her and grab her by the shoulder. She, uh, her... Uh, head whips around and you see your eyes are wide and wild. Um, roll initiative for me. I roll a 12. Five. Okay. So she casts a spell. Get this pulled up real quick. Um, and Ans, what are you doing while uh, uh, Devad is out searching for this girl? Oh, I'm just going to pack up the camp, get ready to roll, I guess. Knowing full well that Devon's got this. I probably actually know. I'll actually tag along knowing that he can't talk to her in hindsight here. So I'll <laughs> be running behind a little bit slower. So, says... So she's going to make a ranged spell attack at you. She rolls a 16 plus 2, 18. What's your AC? 18. 18. So uh, ties go to the player, and uh, you see the a blue frozen mist emanate from her hand, and you're able to just dodge out of the way as this uh, chill touch um uh, goes out into the air and freezes the surrounding um surrounding air 
What do you do on your turn? Uh, well, I know that uh, Anz is behind me, so I uh, shout back to him to ask if he can talk to her. He's like shouting, Don't. friendlies, friendlies, until we get up, to, uh, able to get up to her. So, yeah, he, she, uh, uh, she snarls at, at you and says, uh, I need this. Leave me be. Why don't you just come with us? We have plenty more. We'll share. Roll persuasion for me, Ans. But he needs a pet elf. Oh, 20. natural 20. Oh my god, you... <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So she, she... Her eyes dart back and forth looking at you both. And the uh, tenseness in her shoulders sort of drops. And she becomes a little less... Uh, looks a little her the wild nature in her eyes dissipates and her snarl turns to a smile and she says okay i go with you then and she uh opens up the pack and looks down at it and then looks up at you divad sorry so we sort of put a hand on her shoulder and turn and kind of walk back towards the encampment with her Okay. Give her the candy, put her in the cart. <laughs> so the uh adds the rations back to your total. Um unless you do anything else for the remaining evening. Uh I would think that Anz would maybe talk to her yeah. a little bit, find oh, out where she's sure. from. Okay. Interrogate, make friends with the Frost Elf. You interrogate and make friends with yeah. her. Yeah, it's, Listen it's here. A interrogation. Good friend of mine. <laughs> She uh, she tells you that um, she's been living out in the um, in the um, frostlands for a while now. That um, she tells you that the orcs uh, had been hunting on land that she was using to um, feed herself on, and so she, uh, in a bit to um, screw with the orcs. She said that she killed as many animals as she could to starve them out. And she's telling you all of this, like horrific stuff with like a cute little smile on her face as she's like, goes to like finish up the ration that she did not finish from earlier. Well, we all got demons, right? (laughs) (laughs) She laughs in that and smiles and says, yes. (laughs) Okay. And, uh, I guess we'll just crash for the night. And well, we should tell her that we're oh, on yeah. an adventure. We're and on, uh, yeah, we're going to Yo in here. What's it called? Uh, Jotun. I, yep, the place. Yes, <laughs> with the goods, with Jotun, the red jewels, Jotun deer. And uh, she's more than welcome to tag along with us, or on her own if she wants. But uh, she says to you back in Elvish, "Oh, Jotun deer." Oh, great. This will be fun. (laughs) See how this turns out. (laughs) You saved her. It's on your head. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Do you have, uh, I guess, if, uh, is there anything else in specific you'd like to ask her then about anything in particular? Or do we fast forward to maybe the next day? Fast forward. Yeah, I think we're at a 
to move on. Uh, did we need to add experience for our fight with the... Yes. Oh, I... Orc? Yes, I apologize. Um, add... Each of you adds 75 experience to your... To your sheet, please. Alrighty. Now we... We, uh do like a dissolve fade and then it comes back up to the middle of the next day. So we're on day five and we are now crossing into the uh, real frostland. So now there is snow on the ground. It's a little more arduous to walk. And uh, the uh, she, the girl sits in the back of the cart. Um, I guess you're driving the cart. Right. Uh, Devad and Ansi are sitting in the back with the creepy little witch girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She uh, reveals to you over the course of the day um, that she hears voices and that um, the voices are really (laughs) nice. And maybe at some point in the near future, you can meet one of them. Ooh, that's very ominous. (laughs) Let's just hold off on a while after a while. <laughs> she smiles and says, okay. Jeez. Uh, roll a D100 for me. Forty. Forty. Forty, okay. Nice yeah, they're uh they're pretty handy because yeah you can unbutton them and they like fold out flat so you can put them in like a folder or something much easier to carry and move around. Uh, so you travel for the rest of the day. Uh, nothing uh obstructs your progress, and um unless you do anything different, we'll just say end of the day happens. You go set up camp, yada yada yada, and uh, post watches. Sure. Yes. Excellent. So, um, that evening... When we rest, do we get any hit points back? Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Uh, Long rests, you recover your full hit point value back. So you you go back up to full after a long rest. Great question. Very important. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is not Dark Souls where you have to rest at a bonfire and all the enemies respawn. So... You, uh, the evening passes uneventfully and you wake up the next day rested, feeling better, wounds healed and, uh, pack up and continue trudging forward. This, uh, roll another D 100 for me. Oh, there it is. That's 100. 100. I think. Or no, is that 10? No, it's 10. Yes, that would be... No, that is a 100. 100? Okay. Yes. Because um, the zero in the ones digit is a zero, and then when you get a zero in the ones digit and a 10 on the tens digit, it's 100. And I think if you get a zero on the tens and a one on the ones, it would be like a one, I think. Either way, we'll call it a 100. <laughs> it's a win. It's, it is very much a win. So... Uh, as you get closer to the Jotendir ruins, um, the snowscape changes and, uh, reverts back to some of the more like taiga, I guess is what it's technically called of like pine trees, uh, light snow. Um, and now the terrain shifts gradually to 
hills and then eventually to like large craggy uh, graystone mountain-ish formations. Uh, you come to uh, basically the roads that you were using and paths you were using turned into game trails and like eventually just became off-roading. And at this point, the road like sort of ends and now you just have these vertical stone cliffs to climb to progress further according to this map. Okay. Is it like a single file type of thing? Or? Yeah, like... Um, like that scene from the Lord of the Rings where they're all like single file along that like mountain pass. I guess that would have been the Hobbit, whatever, but yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. So load up all of our stuff and head up the track. Yes. Yes. Uh, probably me in the front, the girl like in the middle and you even better. I'm in the rear guard. <laughs> Is the rear guard. Yeah, that's definitely what he's doing. Yeah. Just Guarding. keeping yeah. everything safe farthest away from danger. That's exactly right, yes. So moving up the mountain pass um, into, uh, into this region, you come to a... Uh, everyone make a dexterity save for me. And then uh, what did you get, Devad? 16. Okay, you pass. You got a 12. Owns, you pass, and the um, girl rolls a 12 also, so she passes. Uh, so you hear a shaking and rumbling, and then uh, several boulders come tumbling down the uh, cliff face in front of you, where you were going to be maybe seconds before if you weren't paying attention, and annihilate the pathway that you've been traveling, or tra traveling along. And... Uh, uh, a huge like rock avalanche passes by and as quick as it came silence again resumes to the uh the mountain pass that you've been traveling on and the the small little like narrow walk path that you've been up is just gone and now if you wanted to proceed along this path you're going to have to do a little bit of climbing uh, unless you turn back and try to see if there's another path forward it's like fireball island <laughs> um yeah, I'm okay trying to track up the same path. Are you? Or? Yeah, I've I've got good dexterity. Okay. Little girl claps and says, <laughs> "Yay, this will be fun!" Oh no! <laughs> and uh, she, like, without hesitation, like starts climbing up. And you see, she's quite nimble and uh, dexterous, and is able to make short work of the uh, impasse in front of you. I'm really digging her little witch elf girlfriend here yeah rolling a 20 on the little warlock girl persuasion to have her follow was pretty clutch <laughs> um we gotta roll so, in her yes so yes we we follow behind her so please make a acrobatics roll for me one. okay uh 18 so uh uh you two begin following up behind her and on so you go to yeah, and uh, much like a 20 is a critical success, being the best roll you could get, a 1 is a critical failure, which means something bad happens, which means you go to grab a handhold and a rock gives way, and um, you begin tumbling down and falling. Uh, below you, Devad, 
Uh, you see Ans is like, he's lost his grip and is now scrambling to try to get a foot handhold, but he's just like sliding down the side of this cliff face. Uh, a, sort of like above and adjacent to you. Okay, so I, I reach out to try and grab a hold of him. Roll athletics for me, Devad. Oh. Seven. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Ons tumbles down the side of this cliff face. Um, Ons, take uh, D10 damage for me. Yes. Oh, clutch. So you only take one damage. Because uh, maybe you're able to like steady yourself as you tumble down this <laughs> cliff face. And yeah, um, it, I have in front of me a picture for uh, our guests here. And um, you, you more or less tumble down like a rock face that resembles these like sh- semi-sheer cliff faces. And you go for maybe 25 to 35 more feet before you splash into a pool of ice-cold uh, spring water. Ans, you okay? Just a mild case of hypothermia, apparently. Yeah, so you're, you're floating and you hear Devad call from like 40, 50 feet up on the side of the cliff. Ans, uh, are you okay? Yeah, I'll be up in a minute if I don't freeze to death. <laughs> so I'll try to... Uh, is, I don't know, is it cold enough that uh, I'm in problem territory or... Uh, no, it's not... Okay. Uh, um, thankfully, like the, the region that you're in, you're not going to get hypothermia from this water. Great. Being dexterous, maybe I'll uh, try to, you know, go up the mountain again here, uh, the cliff face, try to catch up with the others. So you, uh, taking your time, uh, go ahead and roll, uh, advantage, uh, roll acrobatics at advantage for me. I roll two. Yep. Yep. Roll two and take the higher. Oh, man. Uh, three, the higher one, <laughs> oh, five, is eight. So you actually, like, like in this uh, pool, you find that there's no good handholds for you to climb up the side of the, at least to catch up to where they are. There's, a, there's an embankment that you could go up and potentially, like, wrap your way around to meet them, but you'd basically kind of be on your own for a little bit. Perfect. I'm going to do that unless... Yeah, so do you call up to Devad and, and tell him, the shit's fucked. Um, <laughs> See, in a little bit, I found an alternate path. Yeah. So. All right, we'll be waiting. So the uh, we cut over to Devad, and the girl is continuing to climb and looks down at you. He's not very good at this. He, he has his other skills. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is supposed to Wait, be actually, how, 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 actually, how am I talking to her? Because I don't speak oh, English. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. She's... Uh, <laughs> Hand gestures. Yeah, she's... This is the points. She's like, guy's whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. She doesn't say any of that. I just sort of shrug back. She speaks in Elvish to you, and it's like all just means absolutely nothing. Um, so you, you both continue to climb around. We're sort of... Uh, where this path goes, uh, there's a, like a pool... My really bad artsy drawings. This one's actually amazing. You guys are missing it. Yeah, no, it's it's so good. <laughs> so like, there's this pool and this wall, like kind of wraps around this uh, inlet lake or inlet pool. There's a waterfall that comes down from the top up here. This is like high ground. This would be like the low ground. And Ons 
is like down here having a party in the pool, heading over to this embankment on this side. And you guys are, uh, Devad and um, Elf Girl are coming up the side here to go to wrap around this way, if that makes sense. It sort thing of looks like a loaf of bread. <laughs> Because it is. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise, bread. Uh, I need you to roll a d100 for me. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. I am just... You gotta start rolling for me. I'm not doing too hot over here. That's okay. Uh, because you actually... Uh, see before Devad and the elf uh, elf girl do. Uh, you work your way over to the embankment, aunts, and um, from this side, you see uh, perched, camouflaged on the rock wall is a uh, a small. Uh, well, here, I'll just show you a picture of what they are. They're like kind of like an eagle, uh, but bigger. And much scarier. Oh, a, a rock, but not like a stone rock. The ROC rock. Yeah. Oh. And uh, it's got its wings folded behind its back, and you see its head is angled. And over in the distance, maybe like a couple football fields away, you can see the little outlines of. Devad and the elf climbing up the side of this cliff face, and this rock is perched watching them. Yeah. Um, boy, I dare not take that thing on myself. Yeah, th- this thing is uh, like a, a, a great beast. It would take a four or five ounces to take this thing on. Um, I guess the best I can do is try to expedite my own journey to try to get to an angle where I can warn them. Okay, so uh, uh, make a, make an athletics roll for me then. So, like push yourself to to climb a little bit faster to meet up with them. Seventeen. Okay, so you're able to climb up the uh, this side of the cliff face, and uh, Devad, you and the elf girl finally push yourselves up, and now are able to walk on flat ground on the uh, top of this. Uh, uh, embankment here and you see a couple like 150 yards away um <laughs> you see Ons like push himself up and he's fine i'm gonna motion to him and i'm gonna point at the big bird point at big bird to like so you uh pointing it out you don't need to roll perception to see it you uh you turn and you see camouflaged its gray feathers masking itself along the side of the cliff wall a enormous bird a rock that is sitting on another rock uh, (laughs) sitting on top of a large boulder (laughs) perched watching you intently no, is this bird along the path we need to go along our no, way? Or? So he's, uh, the rock is sort of like, um, if this like continues to wrap around, um, the rock is sort of like over here, um, and where you need to go is like this way. And you're on top of this cliff face up here. And so he's basically, you know, on the opposite side of this pool that Aunt's fell in from where you are. 
So I think we kind of proceed on our way, keeping an eye on the rock and sort of, you know, so you, the way you sort of slowly back away from a strange dog, just keep an eye, don't make any sudden moves and mm-hmm. hope that the rock just stays where it is. Okay. So, um, and Ants, you have now rejoined the party at this point. Yay. Sorry, guys. I'm a bit of a putt sometimes. <laughs> um, and you guys continue traveling on. The rock disappears from behind you. Eric, you know, vanishes as you continue traveling along the mountain pass. You lose sight of him. Uh, you guys make camp. Where do you... Um, do you do anything different tonight to make camp? I think with the rock, we should probably set up traps or something, just in case. Like an early alert system. Sure. ADT. Yeah. <laughs> Tie up the elf girl, leave her for sacrifice. <laughs> it's like rock bait have we thought to ask her what her name is so we can call her something besides just elf girl maybe she likes it what's her name i might ask her if there's something discernible for her name who me the elf girl yeah katiana katiana i'm still gonna call her elf girl (laughs) so yeah uh i'll go to work his name is feldor his name. Oh. Whose name? Him. And she points to like an empty space standing next to her. Oh, Faldor. He's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I look give to, each other a significant look. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, I might have a problem with crazy girl here. <laughs> Hopefully Feldor likes us. Um, so I go to work setting up traps and what have you, if I have anything on me that can. So you have uh, what could be assumed as uh, typical adventuring gear. So you would have like pythons to climb. You would have rope to secure whatever. Um, But to make a trap, I don't know that you necessarily have like specific traps, but you could take what you have and maybe tell me like some clever snare trap. If there are any like small trees around. Yeah. I mean, there there would probably be like some small like... uh, like small, young, flexible pines that you could tie onto up here, up this far north. Yeah, so we should probably be able to tie some snares. Yeah, some snares and some leaves, so any rustles, I guess. It's like a little bit of some kind of advanced warning system. Okay. Since we're in no man's land here. So, let's see. I guess this would be like a survival roll, and since Devod is helping you, you can roll survival at advantage for me. Okay. 15 nice Plus, do you have a modifier for no. survival no. so uh you're the traps that you set up i mean it's they're pretty good uh, most of them look pretty camouflaged i think if you have any reservations it's just like maybe this thing might be too strong for these traps but concealed wise it's as good as you can make them okay so we set up our watches for the night and All right. i'll take First watch, she can take the second one. Okay. Crash. So that evening, uh, odds will be Devad's watch, evens will be Ansa's watch. Odds. So Devad, on your watch, uh, roll perception for me using advantage. Uh, 11. Okay. I'm going to roll stealth for something and rolls a seven 
plus. So you hear, and then you hear the sound of leaves crunching as something like large walks across the um, noise, well, the, the noise traps that uh, aunts set up. Very good noise traps. <laughs> <laughs> it's smart though. I mean, he's got to walk across stone, so the leaves will make some some crunching sound. It's that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm gonna hide. Well, well, you're asleep. You're, yeah, you're asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah Devad is so, awake. So yeah, I, I come over and nudge you, and then I hide. Aunts, <laughs> there's, there's something here. Something with wings. Um, should we? I don't know what to do. Now, is our, is our fire still, is our fire gone out? Uh, what's our visibility? Yeah, so um, you tell me, did you set up a fire tonight? Did you, like, camp stealth mode to try to avoid, like, the light on? I mean, we probably let the fire die out and just, you know, have embers for some warmth, so we probably don't have a blazing fire going. So, sure. Um, if we can sort of get a torch lit so that we can maybe try and see what's going on. Yeah, you would you would have, like, some lamp oil and the... and pour the lamp oil on the rags and the rags would light the torch right away. So yeah, right. you, you light up uh, a torch. Yes. So the torch light uh, comes to life and you see um, less than 25 feet away, this enormous bird that's I mean, what size, I think it's size gargantuan. So the size chart for monsters, I think gargantuan is the second biggest. And if I can't find it, I'm just going to say, oh, no, gargantuan is 20 by 20 feet or larger. So this thing is enormous. Big bird. <laughs> yeah, big bird. It's literally big bird. Big yellow. No. Uh, <laughs> <That was> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, it's got his wings folded behind its back, and it's walking very slowly towards you. It's beady, uh, predator Esque eyes uh, looking at you. Aggressive tendencies, then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, guess I'll knock an arrow in my short bow. I take the torch and I kind of wave it at it a little bit, see if maybe it'll back off. Okay. Um, make a uh, roll animal handling for me at advantage. Eleven. Eleven. So this thing, its head moves as it follows, like you waving the torch, and then it continues to like slowly creep towards you. Now it's like less than uh, fifteen feet away from you. This big twenty foot by twenty foot bird, basically like a raptor. Do we Leroy Jenkins? <laughs> <laughs> well, and we've we've got uh, Katiana too. Yeah. What are, you, what are you saying? Just throw her out and run? Is that what's <laughs> All right. So, so I, she's, she's still like sleeping quietly on her. Did you wake her up too? I guess I should ask. Yeah, I'll probably kick yeah. her. Okay. Like, yeah, Look, so, there's a bird that's going to eat us. Ooh, birdie. Why don't you get Feldor out here and help us? <laughs> okay. Oh, great. So she uh, walks up to the, uh, to the rock and, um, a both of you feel a weird sensation like 
waft over your bodies. All the hair on your arms arms stands up on end. You smell like the smell of burning hair. It's really gross. And suddenly in your mouth, you taste like copper. Like uh, like if you've, ever, if you've ever put pennies in your mouth, it's like that. Uh, <laughs> you get this coppery taste in your mouth. And then suddenly like a black shadow uh, forms out of thin air next to uh, Katiana. And the black shadow um, takes both its hands and makes like... Uh, it's not literally doing the YMCA, but I don't know how else to describe it. Makes like a big Y shape with its arms, and uh, a loud sonic boom explodes out from the shadow, and we see the uh, sound wave like move in slow motion and passes over everyone. Both of you, Devad and Ants, make a Constitution save for me. Let's see what the rock does. Oh, nice. So the rock critically fails its uh, con save. So the the exploding boom of sound causes the rock's head to uh, uh, turn away in pain, and it flaps its big wings and flies off into the night. Uh, what did you guys roll for your saves? Ten. Ten. Um, so you are now both deafened, and perception checks using sound are going to be rolled at disadvantage. Okay. Hey, tell her that I really like Feldor. He's our best friend. Thanks, now. Feldor. He's you great. can go now. And uh, Feldor turns, and uh, you see this thing is just like this uh, humanoid shape of roiling black smoke. And it's got two perfect yellow circles for eyes and it's vaguely humanoid-esque head and turns and looks at you and you see one of them wink and then the the mist just disperses. I'm tired. I'm going back to bed now. Okay, sweet dream. She she cuddles up next to a blanket and or next to her uh, bedroll and, and passes right out. Look at Devon and I'm like, well, that was weird. At least he's still on our side. <laughs> For now. <laughs> okay. I'll probably crash for the night. Yeah. So the night passes, uh, <laughs> the rest of the night passes uneventfully. Um, we enter the next day of travel. Someone roll a D100 for me. Ah. I believe this is the... Uh, second to last day. Yeah. 72. Executive decision. This is the second to last day of travel. Uh, by tomorrow evening, you should be uh, at the ruins. And you rolled a 72. Uh, so the, the, uh, the map tells you to now turn and head straight northward uh, towards the ruins. The a snow returns, the cold returns, and um, you begin traversing down a cliff face, and in front of you is a massive, we're talking like the Great Lakes of the frozen north, of just a solid ice sheet um, as you're coming down from this, uh, this cliff top. Great. Bring ice skates? I did not. Oh, it's an out. 
Maybe we before we head down to get on the ice, we can make some makeshift. <laughs> ice. Like a sled? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, according to your map, you could add a couple days of travel to go around this, uh, uh, this lake, or you could continue as the crow flies, cross the frozen lake, and get to the ruins by, um, by early tomorrow. Otherwise, you're going to add uh, two more days to travel around and get around the lake. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> yeah, we, we head across the lake. So um, you start uh, the early morning hours uh, crossing this lake, and the you see below you uh, the ice is totally clear. And you can see uh, frozen fish that are stuck in stuck in time, um, uh, frozen beneath your feet. And a couple times you see like maybe a, a predator fish with its jaws open, like it was about to swallow another fish in front of it. And uh, continuing to travel along, it gets colder and colder as you cross the ice lake. Can both of you roll Constitution saves for me, please? Katiana is crushing these rolls. 19. 19. 21. Let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah. The cold doesn't bother you guys at all. The, uh, the warm um, uh, buffalo coats or whatever, the fantasy buffalo coats that uh, the maester provided you are plenty warm, and you're able to uh, stay relatively comfortable as you cross along the frozen lake. Um. You, you continue walking, and it's, you will have to make camp on the lake. Uh, it's, it's, you should make landfall by uh, early tomorrow, although you could keep traveling at night and get, uh, not have to camp out on the lake uh, if you continue traveling through the night. You almost should. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I don't like staying on the lake. It's too exposed. So I think we're going to tread on. So, yeah, you, uh, night falls and, uh, constitution saves are good. It gets bitterly cold as the sun goes down and, um, you, uh, you notice as you walk along that Katiana begins, uh, casually talking to, to, uh, Feldor. She continues to address him as such. And she is having a delightful conversation with Feldor about, Oh, I didn't know you could do that. And that was, wow, that was incredible. You did, oh, you're so great. And just, they're having this one-sided complimentary back and forth between the two. This is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, do you, do you want to try and maybe strike up a conversation with her about Feldor? Find out what the relationship is, how she knows him? Um, sure. I'll uh, say Katiana. What's the story behind Feldor? He sounds pretty amazing. Oh, he's the best. Uh, I met him when I was really, really little. I don't even remember before I met Feldor. Mm. But he's always kept me safe. It's why I've been able to live out here for so long. Okay. Well, just, just tell Feldor, make sure he knows that we're your friends. Oh, I relay that. Yeah, yeah that, 
Beldor's our best friend, and we're not going to hurt anybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll tell them. <laughs> them. Yeah, he says. Uh, he says thanks, and that he 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 likes you too. Good. Good to go. Uh, in the far distance, the sound of. Uh, of ice corgis can be heard barking. Ice <laughs> corgis. <laughs> um, so the uh, continuing to travel uh, through the night, eventually you see uh, the shapes of land ahead of you. Um, the ice sheet. Uh, you get closer and closer to land, and just like what you thought, um, you arrive early, early in the a.m., to the uh, shoreline across on the other side of the lake. Um, do you rest for, uh, do you take like a short rest before you continue on during the day now that you're on land or do you continue heading forward? No, I think we need a rest since we've yeah. gone on through the night and met the young elf with us. She might need some rest. Awesome. So this, uh, so this uh, environment is all uh, was before like this gray, uh, uh, gray stone, and I don't even I don't I'm not a geologist, but um, this stone is all a like uh, onyx black stone, uh, not quite volcanic rock, but it's that polished and um, semi-smooth round stone is all over on this side of the lake, and you see. Uh, further north to where your destination is likely to be um, jagged, sharp, angular uh, peaks of a strange make and variety. You make camp for the evening amongst the stones and rock. Not the bird, a, uh, <laughs> this time. This <laughs> time. And uh, normal watches as usual. And it's a short rest, so it's only... Uh, you, I think it's 30 minutes to two hours is about a short rest. So uh, it's almost the noon hour by the time everyone is up and ready to continue on. Heading forward, someone roll a D100, the last D100 travel, te- tr- travel check, please. 60. 60. So uh, uh, traveling along the path, you come to a, um, you see, leaned up against a rock is a humanoid shape, looks to be in uh, medium armor, so maybe leather armor, maybe um, splint mail, uh, is, uh, he's got his arms crossed, he's sitting on his butt with his legs crossed, and his helmet or his hat is pulled down over his face and he's just leaned up against a rock unmoving. You see him maybe uh, 75 to 80 feet away from you, just leaned up against a rock. We call out to him, hello. Uh, no response. Shout a little bit louder and start walking towards him. Uh, no response. He doesn't move. All right. Well, then I'm going to continue moving forward towards him until I reach him. Uh, you get closer, and you can see there are some parts of his 
of their armor that is missing. You see gray, green, like frostbitten, um, semi-mummified flesh in exposed areas. Do you continue to get closer? Yeah, I'm going to take out my uh, rapier and kind of just poke at him if I get close enough, kind of. Yeah, yep, you can do that. You poke at him and his head like flops over and uh, doesn't move. He's been dead for a very long time. No movement on him. Okay. Well, what size is he? He's a medium-sized... Hard to tell in this stage of mummification if he was a human, maybe a half-elf. Uh, yeah. But he's certainly not very elven-looking or very orcish-looking. Um, Pat him down and take whatever he's got. Uh, he's got anything good on him. Maybe size him up if anything will fit a bottle over here. Uh, so you find a small map. in, or Well, you, you find a, a crumpled-up piece of paper in one of his pockets... You find a set of keys. Uh, you find uh, a couple like old and um, just ruined uh, potion bottles uh, that have that had something in them, but long ago has lost its chemical prop or uh, its magical properties. Um, and then you find like a short sword, a dagger, basically the equipment of an adventurer is what you find on this person. Okay. Um... Well, we we look at the crumpled up paper. Uh, you you find a crumpled up piece of paper that is drawn similarly to the drawing that you have um, of the map of the fellow sucker. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna pack everything up: um, the keys and the empty potion bottles into the bag, along with the crumpled paper. Make sure that it looks pretty much identical. That there's nothing we're missing on our map, um, and then check out the adventure gear to make sure there's nothing special about it. It's worth keeping or just abandoning. So there is something different on the map. So the, the map looks to have been drawn with the same like uh, uh, graphite uh, or charcoal pencil, but you, you know that there is a note made uh, towards the destination in an ink that's not the same like graphite charcoal material that the drawing was made with. Um, and it says, take care of the redstones first. Okay. And it's written, it's written in common. It's not like Elvish or anything. It just says, take care of the redstones first. Little do you know he runs a Minecraft server. <laughs> <laughs> And then do you continue on? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Excellent. So I think the last scene, the, the last thing we see as an audience before the, the before part two ends is uh, Ants uh, is the, no, you're, you wouldn't be leading. Um, it would be um, Devad. Devad. Sorry, I wanted to say uh, Davud. I don't, Devad. Uh, we see a, one of those cool landscape shots from like the Lord of the Rings. You see like the lead party members crest over a small hill. And then out in front of them is this uh, stone cutout of a very obviously dwarven make structure with uh, angular dwarven lines and 
that's sort of um uh you've got like stone statues of other dwarves with big axes and uh you hear katiana say there it is and then we fade to black uh ladies and gentlemen uh part three with the cardboard caucus they made it to the ruins let's see if they die here so uh don't go anywhere we'll be right back with part three and you're on your last night